Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with Janelle and Leslie. I'm Janelle Cameron. Hi there, I'm Leslie Pearson. And today we're going to talk about the real estate stats for the Toronto Real Estate Board for June. Welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team, the podcast that helps make your real estate dreams a reality. The Janelle Cameron team is your expert source for all things real estate in the greater Toronto area. Whether you're considering a renovation to improve your return on investment, looking at homes for the very first time, or even considering becoming an agent yourself, we've got you covered. Hey everyone, hope you are having an awesome week. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us again. Um, Yeah, we're going to talk about stats today, Leslie. Yeah, they came out um, the end of last week. And so we've been talking about what we've been seeing so anecdotally so it'd be interesting to hear if uh, we hit the mark or if we were way off yeah please we're Which always, i don't think so we're never way off <laughs> we're like practically like uh crystal ball readers no, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm kidding um but but having said that i think it was it's uh pretty indicative of what's been happening so let's let's get into it sure um anything you want to chat about first any any particular no. No. You? Yeah, it just feels a little quiet. feels quiet. It's quiet in, in terms of, you know, the real estate activity of, you know, selling. But it's busy in terms of getting people ready for September. There's a lot of that going on. Yeah. yeah we're, we're prepping a yeah. lot of houses and condos right now. So I think that um, the end of August or first couple of weeks of September are going to be really busy is my sense of things. Definitely September. Mm-hmm. I think August will suck, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. September, yeah. I think. Um, but yeah, getting stuff ready and, and, um, now's the time, right? If you are thinking about selling in the fall, you definitely want to get on that now. Yeah. Yeah. So, cause you know, you don't want to f- find yourself the first week of September thinking, oh yeah, we should do something about that. Right. Right. Now's the time to do any of those little repairs that have, uh, been identified or painting, purging for yes. sure. Take your time. So there's over the summer and so that you're not as stressed about it. Um, so if you're thinking of selling any time between now and the end of the year, I would say reach out to an agent now yeah. to find uh, to get some feedback about what you should be doing, what would make sense to do and what wouldn't, and take your time and get it done mm-hmm. um, and, and list in the fall. And just out of interest, I uh, my one of my tenants who has to move some stuff out um, of her place could not find storage. Oh, this week. That's like, interesting. Very interesting. So I think a lot of people are really getting ready mm-hmm. for September and mm-hmm. are already starting that process of storage. So, uh, yeah, just be warned. <laughs> um, okay, so June stats, another awesome month. Yeah, I yeah. know. Isn't it great? It is. It is, unless you're trying to buy. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so let's a bit of a rundown. Um we had 11,000 sales through the uh, Toronto Real Estate Board in June. Now that is up 28.5% over last June. So last June, I guess we were still coming out of the COVID situation. We're not really, were we? I can't well, remember COVID last was June. March. Last June, I think that, um, you know, things were picking real up. Real estate had been identified as a essential service. So we were still working, but I think people were maybe still last June a bit apprehensive about whether to do it or not yeah. and how to do it. So there might be some of that 
reflected in those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. But June, we were selling last June. Yeah, we were you busy. Were. Yeah. Um, but 20% is huge over it, last yeah, year. Exactly. Now, it's kind of interesting because, of course, the sales are down from March, April, and May. In terms of volume, talking about volume here, um, which is, happens every year. But for some reason, uh, you know, the media reports and all of that up to this point have been very like, oh, the market's cooling and people are finally, you know, realizing that it's overinflated and whatever, which is not reflected in the price. Uh, But this always happens, right? March is the busiest. April's a little less busy. May's a little less busy. June's a little less busy. Yeah, I mean, the spring market, you know, really isn't a spring market. It's kind of a late winter market. And by kind of the second week of June, you're done. Yeah. And that's always the case. Always the case. And it doesn't reflect a dying market or anything. It reflects the fact that the spring market is over. People are taking a little bit of a sit back and and waiting then for the next surge, which is September. September. Yeah. So I, I, you know, all very interesting. Um, But funny enough, I'm not seeing or not hearing a lot about oh, the market's cooling all of a sudden. I think with the June stats out, people, you know, the economists have been more like, oh, okay, maybe it's, maybe what we're doing is not working. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which was interesting. Uh, I do want to point out something. I just read this out to you and I thought this was great that um, uh, Kevin Krigger, I think is how you pronounce his name. He's the yeah. TREB president. He said in this particular, with respect to June stats, that... Um, Basically, that the only long-term solution to affordability in this province is increasing supply. That's it. So no matter what, I mean, this is obvious to us, but I think a lot of people don't recognize this. No matter what the government does to try to intervene and artificially kind of affect work. the market does not work. It's right. all supply and demand. Right. And we have a chronic issue here yeah. in the GTA. Always of, have. Of a supply, undersupply. Yeah. And so when there's not enough of something, what do you think is going to happen? Right. Of course, it's inevitable. Yeah. So, uh, but what do we do about that supply issue? I mean, what it's do you do? It's been in place yeah. ever since we got into real estate. Yeah. That's the core problem. I don't know. I mean, why do you got to get people moving more? Well, right. And they're not going to sell if they can't afford to buy or that they don't want to get into the competition. So it's a bit of a vicious cycle that we've been in for a very long time. And I don't think that's headed any other direction. Right. Right. We're just we're just in that. That's what it's like. And that's why owning real estate in the GTA is so good Mm -hmm. because it just this is just how it is. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't see our supply increasing dramatically anytime soon. And I mean, maybe, you know, the ebbs and flows of economics at some point, it's got to reverse itself. But when, I don't know. You know, um, at some point, economic downturns or flat lines or, um, you know, good times have an impact. But with a shortage of supply, it almost seems to not have much of an effect. That's right. It's um, it's an issue that affects some individuals, but the market goes on and chugs on and um, on and on and on because of the lack of supply. That's right. So even the doom and gloom economically, I don't really see a re- that turn into no. a relationship with housing sales. No. <laughs> I, I don't. Anyway. No, I, it hasn't. Yeah. And I think this is true of major cities around the world. 
Yes, although major U.S. cities definitely ebb and flow a lot more than we do. And it is that is fascinating to me because even places like New York or L.A., uh, you know, they don't follow the... Their annual returns are good if they're at 2 3%. Mm-hmm. And well, yeah. they do mm-hmm. go up and down mm-hmm. a little bit more and they lay flat for a while and and um but the you know the Canadian real estate market has just been mm-hmm. it's just been so good. Mm-hmm. Uh and it's interesting that you know we go on to note here that every single major market in the Toronto real estate board that the growth year over year growth has uh, well outpaced sales. And so it's just you know and the, and the growth in new listings. It just keeps happening over yeah. and over again. So, yeah. um, Now, let's talk about price because that's, of course, far more important than what's happening even with sales. Uh, the, you know, really, yeah, we talk about two things, volume, so the number of sales, and what things are selling for. Yeah. Um, both are important, but really, if you have fewer number of sales, but sale prices are still escalating. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the issue that's more important to look at? Right. Yeah. And the two things go hand in hand, of they course. They often go hand in hand, yeah. but they don't even have to. As that's think, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we're up uh, almost 20%. Yeah, see, that's that's the number. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that's across the board, all different markets and all different segments. Um, however, interesting, we had um, condominium sales... Those prices were up in the 905 a great deal this month, which was great, and uh, in the 416 as well. But there was definitely more condo sales happening than, than freehold sales this month, which was great. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, price is up uh, almost 20%. We've got 1,089,000 sorry, one million and change was the average price. Wow. Yeah. Um, so now let's talk about what that means specifically. Uh, we like to talk about detached. Really, that's what means the most. Uh, we had in the 416 an average price of 1.7. Mm-hmm. And in the 905, 1.33. Wow. Yeah. So now those are up 11% for the 416 and 29% right. in the 905. So that gap is continuing to shrink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is continuing to shrink. Pre-COVID, At this rate, it was much yeah. greater. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is a huge... If you own in the 905, good for you. You're mm-hmm. up almost 30%, depending where you are, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and the same lays true for every other segment, except for semi-detached in the 416 was actually down in price. Uh, 1%, 1%. Oh. Yeah, which is interesting. Uh, but condos, nice increase in condos. So we had, again, a huge increase in volume in condos, which is great. But in the 416, they were up 6.7% in price. So we're back on track with what the average condo increase annually usually is. Yeah. In the 905, 16%. Wow. Because I think what we're seeing is people are moving, you know, they can't afford freehold anywhere right? right so they used to leave their condo in the city and buy freehold out in the, out in the surrounding yeah. area and now they can't afford so they're leaving they're stopping renting or their little shoebox of a condo downtown and getting a bigger condo i guess they're the buying GTA. a bigger yeah but i don't even know how much bigger they are no so that number surprises me me too or is it people out there already I don't know. I think it's probably just, my guess would be just people entering the market. Mm-hmm. And that's all they can afford, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you've got whatever, $700,000, six fifty. Where can you afford to get something now? Mm-hmm. 
not too many places. Mm-hmm. So they go to the 905 to a condo. Whereas like last year, the year before, they would go to the 905 in a home. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's all very good. And, and, you know, it's also strong. Um, it's also strong. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Winners and losers. Of the month. Can't imagine there'd be many losers. I know. <laughs> There's always some, isn't there? Um, okay, so let me just talk, first of all, about detached. Um, if we're looking in um, the 905, and sorry, I've just lost my page here. Um, bear with me while I talk to myself momentarily. I hate it when that happens. It just jumps around on you. Okay, so let's talk about the major regions. Halton region uh, did just extremely well everywhere. Um, Burlington, Oakville, and Milton were all hovering around 27% increase in price. Yeah. I mean, I'm in this business, and I can't believe these numbers. Honest to God. Mm -hmm. Peel, um, same thing. Okay, if you live in Caledon, congratulations. You made 40% this year. 40%. Um, You know, Brampton... Mississauga, everything, everything was strong. Uh, okay, York region, they're always lagging a little bit. Sorry, York, but it's true. Uh, they were up 23% across the board. Uh, but we had Georgina being the big winner here with 37%, which is amazing. Nothing under 18% there. Durham, once again, the hottest game in town with an average increase of 37%. Mm-hmm. Brock, uh, where my clients just bought, and Scugog both up forty two percent since last year. It, 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 <laughs> it's, it's hard to wrap your head around <laughs> it, right? Um, in every other region, just as strong. We're like forty percent in Clarington, thirty nine percent. So some of in those maybe are places where the COVID spending spree hadn't happened a year ago maybe so it'd be interesting to know what they those numbers are compared to maybe the june the year before maybe but maybe people hadn't yet headed out to scugog right um well i mean there's been such a dramatic it's it's a fall thing maybe and and a winter thing this year could be yeah yeah so i'm wondering if some of those increases are artificial or not a true reflection. But it's been like that every month. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, City of Toronto. Uh, let's just talk about detached, first of all. Um, we had a number of very, very strong performers. And I'm just going to tell you the very highest here as I look through our rankings. And the very highest region this month was E8, which is in the east end. It's a little end. bit further east than yeah. the last couple of months has yeah, been E6, hasn't E6. it? So yeah. E8s are like Guildwood Village. Yeah. It's like um, Cliffcrest yeah. area. Mm-hmm. So they're up 26%, which is amazing. <laughs> um, lots, you know, lots of strong ones. I'm just going to tell you the lowest. I'm going right up here to Central because it's probably somewhere there. Yeah, C1. Um, C1 again, poor C1. Uh, but having said that, there's not a lot of detached. We talk C1. about that, I yeah. think, every every week, I think. yeah. So poor C1 only up 2.75%. And then C8, which is also Same downtown, 3.3%. Yeah. So those are always the slowest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but let's talk about condos, because I think that's important in terms of the downtown core. Probably at least half of our listeners uh, live in condos. 
Um, we had a couple of, you know, pretty strong areas for the first time. We're seeing E11 up 18%. Um, E11. So is that where is that? Uh, uh, that's it, you quite know, a way out, oh too. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's... Uh, and condos are talking? Yeah. And there aren't actually I'm that many I'm just shaking my head here, people. There. You can't see me. I just cannot believe these. Yeah. Well, E11 is probably the cheapest place in the yeah. city. Yeah. So, you know, I think that is indicative of people mm-hmm. not being able to afford to buy anywhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was really strong. We had other really strong results of C9, which is interesting. More Park, Rosedale. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then we had lower... Um, Lower numbers are the lowest numbers this month in C1 again. So 5% increase, though, which was good. And um, C7, which only had – oh, sorry, C8. Yeah, so they're 1.75%. So same kind of thing. So the downtown core is uh, lagging a little mm-hmm. bit mm-hmm. compared to the rest. Mm-hmm. So that basically says what that says. Now mm-hmm. – there was an interesting report this month. Uh, I may have even mentioned it last month, but I just think it, now that we've got the stats in front of us, that said that a lot of people are leaving the city mm-hmm. and moving to Halifax and to Vancouver. And so I wonder if you know more people would tend to leave the downtown core and move out to those areas as opposed to you know from the 905 or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, mm-hmm. but very interesting. Mm-hmm. So, but all in all, you know, very strong. And we're just going to have to wait and see what exactly. happens. Exactly. You know, I think mm-hmm. September, October would be great. Mm-hmm. So that's looking back to the month of June. Uh, over the months of July and August, I think July is going to show some healthy numbers. Maybe not as huge leaps as June, but still very healthy, my prediction is, and and, and August will just be very quiet. But yeah. then come September, I mean, I think we're going to be talking in oh, October yeah. and November about similar numbers. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I feel it already. And I think, you know, keep in mind also, everyone, that uh, just because things soften, it doesn't change prices. Exactly. Yeah. That's the, yeah, there's, there's volume and there's value. And yeah. they're the twain, or, you know, shall meet, but they shall. But, uh, you know, numbers, value is holding strong and increasing every month, despite the number of sales. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So not to be worried about that. No. I mean, you may not see 25 offers on your listing, but if you get, if Two. you sell for the same price, like, who cares? That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but and prices I, are not going down. No. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are you waiting for? In fact, somebody mm-hmm. said, I saw somebody on the news the other day. I don't know who he was. Somebody talking about something. And he said he said exactly what we said. Like, if you've been waiting, holding on, waiting for, you know, prices to drop, like, you're way too late. You're years too late. Mm-hmm. It's not happening. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, yeah, give your head a shake. Tough spot for buyers now. It is. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think there's people who are... In a tough position, then there are these other people who have been very, you know, well, the market's going to crash. I can tell it's going to crash, and I'm just going to wait. And those people are, mm-hmm. you know, that's but their for own people thing. who don't feel that way, who are just, you know, kind of limited because of budget now, mm-hmm. because of how the GTA has taken off. I mean, maybe they need to look for. They either need yeah. to look further afield. Or change up what they're looking for. Yeah. Be more realistic about their budget. But yeah. maybe it's time to be heading to like. Innisfil or Aurelia, you know, and maybe now that we're probably going to for 
the immediate future at least be in a modified work kind of setting, mm-hmm. um, maybe that's doable now because yep. there are some great deals up there. What I would do yeah. is buy way yeah. far away and rent it out. Yeah. Not live there. Mm-hmm. Keep renting or do what you do, you know, if you, especially if you've got a good deal. But I would put my money somewhere mm-hmm. in the market because mm-hmm. the market in Niagara, the market in Barrie, the market in all of these places are going up mm-hmm. dramatically. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Moncton, whatever it is, mm-hmm. like all of those places we've, we've talked about over the months, though, put your money somewhere, mm-hmm. make money. Then pull it out, buy, sell it in a few years, and then buy what you want. Mm-hmm. But you can't, if you're not in the game, you can't, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I think that's that's what I would do. That would be the smartest thing. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was interesting, though. Yeah, again, we talked about that a little bit about people moving. Um, the other interesting bit of news this week was that the uh, there's been a proposal to increase the land transfer tax on properties that are $2 million or more. And whether that will slow the market down, I don't think that's going to have any effect on. I agree. If you're spending $2 million, you're probably not, whatever, Mm -hmm. what's an extra 20 grand on the sale? I agree. That won't affect the bulk of business out there. That's just city greed, Mm -hmm. pure and simple. Um, And if they try to tell us otherwise why they're doing it, it's a bunch of crap. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, I think, um, you know, we just, unless they, I think the only thing I can really see that would be beneficial to the market conditions would be implementing some stricter rules surrounding multiple offers, right. like we've talked about before. Right. I think that's really the only option that we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to contribute today or we about wrapped it up? No, that's good. I was, uh, I'm, you know, we're out there in this. Every day, every week. So um, this is our sense of what had been happening recently, and uh, it's good to see the numbers back up our sense. So our radar is bang on, and uh, and I think we're um, astute in projecting where it's going for the rest of the year. Yeah. So people, if you are thinking of selling in 2021, now is the time to talk to an agent and get things going. Yeah, just start getting it ready. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it doesn't hurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even, you know, in some of these areas where, um, you know, you may have um, bought in the last couple of years and you don't know if this market is um, one that you should take advantage of or not. Just have someone in just to debate it and Mm -hmm. talk about it. Get informed if you're sitting on the fence Um, because... Whether you sell or not, it's time to get off the fence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I, you know, we're happy anytime to go um, and uh, just talk with you about the implications of whether you list now or not. You know, what you're going to find if you have to buy another place and what if you should buy or sell first and when you should go to market and what your house needs. Just so you can make the best decision for you, start to talk to somebody about it now mm-hmm. because it's the middle of July. Yeah. And I think... You know, just on that note, I've had two people reach out to me this week who have had well, three in the last two weeks that have had that either have their homes for sale right now with someone else oh. or had their home for sale with someone else and things aren't going well and they want a second opinion. Okay. And so in all those cases, I've said, absolutely reach out. I'm happy to help. Uh, but that is interesting too. I mean, that, that, that's a whole other kettle of fish. I think, you you know, in picking your realtor, you want to make sure that the person is well aware of how the market 
changes in the summer versus the fall versus different pricing strategies depending on the timing and all that kind of stuff. I think you have to be really careful about that. Mm, that's interesting. You've had a few of those calls. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. We'll talk more about that mm-hmm. offline. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, anyway, anyone, uh, everyone, you know, we're here if you have any questions. So just feel free to reach out. Like I said, we're always happy to help and um, appreciate your feedback and comments on our podcast. And of course, please follow us on all our social media channels at the Janelle Cameron team. So that's it for now. Happy real estate. Talk next week. Happy real estate. We hope you've enjoyed the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team. But more importantly, we hope you feel better informed and enthusiastic about your real estate future. We know buying and selling can be stressful, so let us help. If you're looking for hands-on support in the greater Toronto area, the Janelle Cameron team from Remax Hallmark Realty is ready to assist. Visit JanelleCameron.com. That's J-E-N-E-L-L-E Cameron.com. Or dial 416-486-5588. Join us again next week as we deliver more content to help you reach your real estate dreams.